Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jesse Barrera, and welcome to episode number four of the Cave Talks podcast series. Uh, this week's guest is one of my favorite singer-songwriters that I've ever worked with. His name is Ryan Mitchell Gray. We've pretty much gone through this music journey together and have been really close friends through the years. Uh, this guy is pretty much family to me, and we've worked on a few special projects that are near and dear to my heart. I just spent four days in New York and got to visit his studio, and this is where we set up shop to do this week's podcast. We talk about every album we've worked on together dating back to 2010, and also go in depth about the stylistic journey he's been on. So sit back and enjoy. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been a very educational and extremely fun new venture for me, and I just can't thank you guys enough for lending your ears. Uh, but yeah, this is episode four of Cave Talks, and this is Ryan Mitchell Gray. If you've ever watched Hey Arnold, that is the closest example of like growing up in New York, just everyone's a character. Everyone's a character and they're all minding their own business, doing their own thing. And yeah, you just have all these people in this condensed ass city trying to figure it out. And you're just in it on the bus with them, on the train and actually living it yourself. So yeah, that's that's growing up in New York with music. Um, yeah, how'd you get in, how'd you get into uh, how'd you get started? Like, what was um, the first thing? It was a uh, it was actually the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys, and I remember the Backstreet Boys, Hanson, middle of nowhere, crazy. And uh, yeah, I still I wanted that album so bad. I remember getting it on cassette first. Back when cassettes were still a thing. Uh, them too, I, I was always into pop, I think. Pop was the first kind of music that really, I was like singing along. I was like, wow, this is a, not even knowing what a hook was. Yeah. I just really vibed with boy the bands. music. Yeah, boy, boy bands. bands. NSYNC and stuff like that. Yeah, NSYNC too, being in like first grade, just like, what's NSYNC? You know, my people telling me that tearing up my heart was like number one single yeah i grew up on that my dad was a musician so you know when he would bring friends over during the weekends and saturday nights drinking and stuff he'd always be jamming on the acoustic guitar we had a drum set at home okay yeah we had it we had like the whole nine bass bass amp dang yeah we had all that stuff and it was always just there and I you would always interested. just I would always just see him like playing it so I would like you know, pull strings not knowing that it was possible to ever learn it. I, I remember fifth grade I would play um, Sum 41 All Killer No Filler on my headphones. What, what an album. Just blasted in my ears and I had the bass and I had no idea what I was doing but, but I would always like fake it and I was just like yeah. Yeah. 
just pretending you, pretending you pretending you were that. like playing a concert yeah yeah, yeah i did yeah. the same exact thing yeah. that i was like i would do it with blink 182 uh, okay. i would pretend i was like travis barker yeah and like air drum the fuck out of like enema the state dude yeah same thing i always just pretended i was doing these things that i actually ended up doing so you so you ended up how'd you how'd you learn how to play guitar was that was that your first no instrument? no 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 what uh, was your first instrument? that was my first instrument but um it was a it was a journey it was a journey learning uh, music. And I, I would say I, I learned all that stuff pretty late because uh, actually in high school um, was when rap? I first you, you, recorded. Yeah, you I, rap, right? yeah, I rapped, I rapped, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to, I would always like download these instrumentals off LimeWire. Yeah. And like, oh, this is a, this is a, this is a dope instrument. And then I would just write to it and then record on my like those long computer mics that was like oh my goodness yeah that, that's where i first yeah. recorded what was it called sound recorder on like on the pc yeah i remember using sound you could recorder. dub too i remember that was like the first ever like version of pro tools for us kids well the first <laughs> daw i ever used was uh, adobe audition 1.5 holy shit yeah 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 and i would just drop the instrumental on there and then just record to it no metronome no nothing because i had no idea about anything it was all just dry. Like, what is tempo? Yeah. Or what the fuck is tempo? <laughs> yeah. But I just, I learned it in like sophomore year of high school. So you would get instrumentals. Yeah. And where, would you, where would you find the instrumentals? Would they be like, like, like well-known songs? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty oh, much. There would okay. be like... So you would like, do covers? Yeah. But I would write my own melodies. Oh, shit. Yeah. version I, of the rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would but always... But you started rapping. Yeah. But it would rap. But I would rap. But eventually all my raps became about love. Which is why uh, I was like, man, I, I think I could get more girls by singing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. It's just I was like, damn. Like, why, why am I rapping? I feel like girls think I'm too tough. Yeah. I think girls really like nice voices. I'm just like, I'm just rapping about love. I'm just rapping about like getting them whatever they want. Hey, what's funny though is if you did that now. I feel like if you went back and did that shit again, it would actually be huge now. Yeah. So maybe you should just like maybe you should rethink your entire career. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll go we'll go to that later. But you are yeah you're you're definitely digging into that kind of hip hop vibe again. Yeah, that's I mean that's where that's where I started. That's where I feel super um, comfortable. Like let the let the beat play and let me just like fit these words in let me fit this message in with like melody why hip-hop why'd you start with hip-hop um, new york just the vibe to be honest it was like when Jin, the mc oh asian dude yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he killed it on freestyle friday on bet um it was just huge seeing an asian american kill it who um, else who else kanye kanye yeah man kanye this is, this is this is super like embarrassing to say but Kanye was the first rap artist, hip hop artist that like I ever really knew about yeah. and that I really ever like listened to. Um, actually, that's wrong. I love G Unit for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Let it out. Yeah, yeah. G, so we got Jim. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Jim, G, we got yeah, Kanye West, yeah. and then we got G Unit. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. G Unit, I loved because. G Unit was fucking 50 Cent. Jay. 50 Cent, yeah. Lloyd Banks, and Young yeah. Buck. They were making Hard some body. hits. Yeah. And they were so good with uh, like melody hooks. Yeah. Um, 50 especially. But Kanye, Kanye, like my cousin just started playing. He's like, yo, you ever hear about this, this um, rap artist? 
Kanye West, he uh, he broke his he broke his jaw in a in a car crash. Damn. Yeah, and then he was like, he showed me through the wire. Then he showed me one call away, and then I was just like, wow, this is amazing. So I followed, I followed Kanye. Kanye was like the really the biggest influence um, in terms of my career because um, I loved what he was doing, and when he did 808s and Heartbreak Crazy. was when I first started producing myself with What, that mic i Or, still yeah i unstoppable and uh this one lean on me yeah they i recorded it with that freaking white computer mic crazy yeah so for those of you that don't know uh the song unstoppable was kind of the the song that <laughs> kind of put ryan on game yeah. like with like youtube and stuff like that and that's kind of the first song i think i heard yeah and that's how i uh found out about you was through youtube when the whole youtube thing was kind of popping off yeah for uh young asian americans mm -hmm. and uh we all met kind of through aj i feel like aj yeah, was kind of, of like course, yeah yeah the the glue the glue yeah with all all of us uh, asian american artists yeah but i remember seeing that cover uh i mean that 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 song i was like this kid is really fucking good and then you did like this nick jonas cover oh yeah 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 uh, what was it oh no <laughs> dude <laughs> brian does the best nick jonas no, i can't do it impersonation ever dude just do one <laughs> it's so good man Yeah, you like driving on stunts. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> a little crack, a yeah. little crack. You need a um. So hip hop. So you dive into recording your own demos, mm -hmm. and yeah. you got Unstoppable. Yeah. What made you want to do Unstoppable? Was this the first song where you were like, "I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna test out well, singing"? The final year of high school, I was dating this girl, and um, I was like, "This is where I'm gonna try singing." So um, I started. I would rap still, but the choruses I would try to sing, and I, I thought that. You wanted to be catchy. You yeah, be catchy. yeah, yeah. So I was, I was. That's when I started experimenting with it, and then I, I also felt like this was a good time to start, at least learning how to play some guitar. So I did the whole uh, ultimate guitar, um, learn tabs on your own. Ultimate. Yeah, ulti nice. ultimate guitar. I was a, I was a guitar tabs .cc. Deep cuts, bro. <laughs> no, who taught you how to, how to, how to read tabs? Um, Self-taught? Yeah. It's like numbers. This makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to a, a computer science school. Yeah. I think what it helped me do was uh, learn how to troubleshoot. Yeah, Ryan's one of those, those people that's naturally is gifted with kind of picking things up really fast <laughs> there's a few people that i know if like something is broke you're gonna be you're gonna do everything you can in your power to learn how to fix it yeah yeah yeah, yeah or if like yeah. it's a new program or right if it's like yeah, i love it, troubleshooting it i feel yeah. like i'm a tactile learner yeah I, i only learn if i do it you're gonna be a great dad i think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ryan always tells me um <laughs> yeah, i'd be a scary ass dad yeah yeah, yeah. you'd be like uh yeah you'd be like Oh really? Oh work? Oh work? That's how you want to do it? Jay be the scary, the scary uncle. At least like a stern dad. A stern dad. Like you don't wanna, you don't wanna get in trouble. Like, yeah. Oh shit, my dad's gonna fucking kill me. Like, like that kind of kid. Because Ryan gets be scared of me sometimes. I, I think I've, I've, I've instilled fear after yeah. all of our sessions. Yeah, yeah. Um, for good crazy. measure, though. For good measure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes you, measure, it makes yeah. us both better. Yeah, yeah. I learned to not be such a jackass, <laughs> mean guy. Oh, um, let's talk about the first time we met, man, because we did because yeah. we were doing a lot of shows, and uh, we would do a lot of college shows, yeah. and we had the show in New York, 
uh, this this uh, place called Rockland. Rockland County. Rockland yeah. County College. And yeah. they invited all of us. Me, uh, Ryan, it was Jeremy Passion, Kat Bedar, Michael Carrion. Jeff Bernat. Jeff Bernat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Great times. And so we met at, I think it was like a house party or something like that. Yeah, it was before the show. And you were just like, dude, come up. So I was like, oh, man, this is... I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. You know, uh, like all these people that I've watched behind the screen yeah. will now materialize in, in real life. So I just took a train by myself with like, I was coordinating with someone from RCC. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I remember opening that door and just like, it was a house party. So it was already like, n- like an environment where it was like cool to just hang. Hang. Yeah. yeah, yeah and was, drink and talk. Yeah. And yeah. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And then I ended up just staying in Rockland and then we played the show next yeah. day. I remember you being super young. Yeah. And and kind of this like wide eyed soul. Yeah. Like very kind of almost just like, wow, dude, this is fucking rad. Like yeah. hanging out with all these people. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like you always had this nice, humble, humble approach. Yeah. Yeah. To your being. Right. No, I, I, I mean, that's that's me just absorbing and being like thankful that I'm even here, you know. Right. I, I was even there. I was just like, "Wow!" Like finishing one song, yeah, got me in this position. So it's like so humbling. Still, so very humbling. Humbling, yeah. Um, so at this point, I had started producing. I had done um, a few records. I did. I think I did Melissa Polinar's record already. Oh, I yeah. had done Love and Technicolor. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did a few albums. Yeah. And um, Ryan was interested in doing his first EP. And he had never. This, this was the first time you ever flew. Anywhere. I ever flew ever. Crazy. So he ends up booking a ticket. His first flight ever. Yeah. He's and you're like yeah. what, eighteen? No, right? I was. Uh, How old were you? I was about. No, I was nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, because it was like February two thousand. So he takes his first flight mm-hmm. to to San Diego. Yeah. And he lands, and we do a project called surrounded by white walls surrounded by white walls. five wow. five five tracks right yep five tracks and man what a collection wow what a start yeah it was definitely like it felt like my very first professional move was yeah. to like put songs into someone else's hands right to be like this uh, was the first time you were ever produced oh like, yeah uh much. no no, I, I had worked with like some producers cool. in New York. They were like a Filipino rap group. Okay. Yeah, and they they like they what, like what song was it? Or songs? Uh, it was <laughs> it was this one song called uh, "I Still Believe," and um, hey. yeah, it was it, we sampled Mariah Carey. And, hey, like, so I, it was on that hip hop too. Yeah, 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 it was very hip hop, and it was um, yeah, it was like sophomore year high school. So I had some experience like being guided by someone else but at this point this was me making songs on the guitar yeah which was which was huge because at the time i was following like um like justin nazuka right his route yeah and like so so ready to be a singer songwriter yeah at this point and so. at this point in time i mean singer songwriters were super in we had oh yeah jason mraz was mm-hmm. on the radio yep. i'm yours was everyone and your mom <laughs> yeah. was covering i'm yours yep um, and yeah, covers were cool, and mm-hmm. the singer song, like Colby Calais, yeah, Jason Reeves, Justin Ozuka, yeah, yeah, all those people. I mean, great stuff, right? Was coming out, right? Hits, yeah, hits, hits, but hits, hits. This was also the first time I'd experienced 
building a song from scratch. Like I've been working with instrumentals up to right. this point and, uh, you know, diving a little bit into production, but like using live instruments, that was the first time seeing it and seeing how it was done. Half live. So, so the drums on the, <laughs> so the drums on the record were actually all the, all the, all the snare, the kick, the toms, all were programmed on reason, but I always hated um, the sound of like MIDI symbols. <laughs> yeah, just like no velocity. So what we did was I programmed all the drums without symbols, and then I just set up two mics stereo and did stereo. Uh, we played we played the symbols like live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to get a, and it, and it sounded really fucking. Good. Yeah, I I I vividly remember you like <laughs> playing symbols, and then you listen back, and you're like. Wait, there's no way I could do that with two hands. Yeah, craziness. It, it was great. It was great to experience that and just feel a home record. Right. Yeah, it was a right. home record. And then you pressed him. You pressed. You pressed um, physicals. Physicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my first time having a jewel case. Right. Had the whole photo shoot, everything. Yeah, yeah. Michelle did that. My roommate. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. She did. Yeah. Full circle. Full man. circle. Full circle moment. <laughs> Full circle so moment. We, so we put out Surrounded by White Walls, mm. Orion does, mm. and you kind of grow and mature into something else. Yeah. And you start to play with a band. Yeah. Remember? So talk about how um, you, you, you changed the name. You yeah. You found yeah, some yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, after, after Surrounded by White Walls, um, I was like, my, my live game has to be comparable to yeah. you know the music that I'm trying to sell so I I that's thought right. hey let's uh that's I need right. to, yeah I need to start a band and that's when you know I uh, I met I was meeting I met Napon at this time I was like yeah you know, just play some root notes Napon Bintong shout out shout out and great, then, great bass player yes absolutely and um I had a different drummer and a different guitar player at the time Andrew, wasn't Andrew playing yeah he Andrew played. Kim was playing guitar yeah right before Joe and um we we were playing these shows and it still wasn't like meshing well until like I asked Matt Penna to join and that changed, great guy great that drummer ch- that changed everything um, because having a drummer who was playing pocket pocket mm-hmm. chain, great tempo yeah it it blew my mind and then we met Joe and then Joe would started writing with us and it was just it just felt Joseph the, Diaz Joseph Diaz yeah. It was just the right vibe, and we started playing a, a lot of shows together. Started writing a lot together, and um, I really wanted to make it less about me, while knowing that I'm like facilitating this entire the process. Songwrite, the songwriting, yeah, the songwriting. So um, I decided to just go with um, my middle name and my mom's last name, Mitchell Gray, and uh, it, it was still, you know, it was led by me, but I I wanted to stay out of the spotlight sure i wanted everyone else to shine and um almost like a paramore-esque type of thing yeah like yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. when you think about it like back in the day i mean when paramore first first started mm-hmm. it was like really all about Haley, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it became yeah. more so about paramore as a band yeah and yeah. that's kind of like what mitchell gray was yeah. it was like mitchell gray is ryan mm-hmm. but it's really this whole package of joe right and napon matt, matt, matt and like when you see when you see the four guys together it's like wow yeah yeah yeah. Wow. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not just looking at ryan yeah yeah and yeah. i forgot i like almost completely forgot about like ryan bandom yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, mitchell gray yeah. just yeah. became like this whole new entity yeah um that was very very exciting and the music was getting smarter and more mature yeah, yeah and i remember you pitched me all these new songs 
um and i was like wow yeah you you're man and ryan <laughs> man ryan is one of my favorite writers to this day thank you crazy lyrics crazy melodies um and so he he comes back with the band yeah yeah, yeah. He comes back to the jb cave and we do a full length this time mm. yeah, a crowdfunded full length yes called on the stellar way on the stellar way so go yeah. ahead and talk about that whole experience oh, Crowd, crowdfunding a record again yeah this was your first crowdfunded yeah yeah record. yeah because um yeah surrounded by wild walls it's like just super cheap yeah super cheap yeah and this was maybe like two years later so 2012 my yeah. my production chops were oh, much yeah. better yeah. i had been doing tons of records yeah you'd just done I, jeremy i had right just did us. the jeremy passion yeah. record that we were really really excited about um the gear was getting better mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah uh, we were doing live drums, you know. We had the whole, we had yeah. everything cracking at this at yeah. this point. So yeah. the guys fly out. It's it's the whole band, mm-hmm. all four guys. Yep. And well, yeah, let's talk about let's, on the stellar way. The genesis of the band with the lineup of me, Matt, Napon, and Joe started in 2011, and uh, we would do shows, and we spent that whole summer writing new songs, really figuring out um, our best method of putting together lyrics with music just songs coming out from jamming like matt would just be on the drums and then joe will play this cool lick and yeah. then napon will fill it in and i'm just i just start freestyling till i find something and that's like, crazy dude this is amazing so yeah. it wasn't not it wasn't like you playing like here's here's a song guys i wrote it sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes name, uh, a, name a song talk about a song that that um sprouted from just jamming the racers the racers yeah 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 the 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 ending (laughs) yeah i I think we were in the middle of practice and then joe just starts playing like and napon picks up the bass is just like yeah and i'm just almost like a like a japanese yeah yeah that's definitely what we saw we man if we imagined like a music video of that like just anime us yeah 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 just like transforming into our spirit animals and shit and that that was like that was, that was what we were man we were just like these kids who just like created our own world of yeah. music and, and that album what, was a, yeah its own world yeah, yeah yeah and it was still very um eclectic too i think so. which was really cool yeah uh, let's still... talk about some of the songs i mean i, I have some favorites monster yeah great track monster um what else was on there um heartstrings the single yes so let's talk about heartstrings a yeah bit. heartstrings i yeah, remember that one single. that one i brought to the band okay we showed you we played that song for you at um shirt the kids pop balloons and, yeah <laughs> yeah so there's this lyric where he says pop balloons and no, I'm, act- I'm actually just saying bop balloons bop balloons yeah oh, i thought it was I'm pop just, balloons no 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 i'm saying bop no balloon. i'm just saying balloons but i'm just like adding uh, like, bop balloons yeah yeah nice balloon. holy shit yeah, i thought yeah. it was pop balloons this whole see that's see you're finding something socks <laughs> man yeah, unraveling yeah. new yeah. new facts so yeah i thought so this this whole, whole time i've been singing <laughs> it wrong it's all good fucking a man balloons uh but yeah go ahead no i i wrote that song on top of a target i was just like let me write a song that like is just pure poetry like i didn't try to have a rhyming scheme i just wrote lyrics figured it out at home played it to the band and they they thought they heard what you put at the end you know they heard the song that you put together through production without like us figuring it out right you know what i mean like like yeah like we didn't know how to get there we didn't know (laughs) that that song would be that song yeah 
unless until it had the right help, the yeah. right hands put on it. And the and the ambulance is coming. And that New York City, baby. <laughs> New York City, man. That's what you get when you do a podcast in New York City. Yeah. Man. Great, great song. Thank uh, you. In Amarada, that was on there, right? Yeah. One yeah. of my favorite songs. Thank you. What song was that song about? That song is about um, love, right? Just love. It's a love it's yeah. A love song? Yeah, and that feeling of like, wow, I think this is it. I think I think I'm ready to proclaim all my love yeah. for this one person. So let me say exactly like what that would be. Like this is this is my lover. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to love this forever. And that's how I wrote it. I was just like, hey, let me make the most romantic kind of song with the with the momentum I had with all this songwriting. So I, I really think it encapsulates that that like mindset I had as a songwriter. Crazy. While trying to be like honest, romantic. There's another standout track called Silver Number, Number Nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the concept of the song was so crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let you talk about it, but um, yeah, what, it's, a, it's it's a crazy concept. And I, and I remember um, when we were recording it, like a few weeks back, Grace's dad uh, my, yeah. my girl grace yeah her dad had passed yeah um but it'll make more sense when ryan talks about what, what the song is about yeah um this song was a song that me and napon wrote from just jamming um and it was a song it silver nine is a song about the train you take when you die like after you die the train you take that like to the afterlife to yeah and that's where you see your whole life that's oh where you get to see God. like yeah, we were listening to a lot of Trevor Hall, who's very like transcendent as a writer, who just like wrote a lot about like, you know, spirituality. And we had been like diving into his music. And uh, this idea just came from like, I, I think I was just playing that. And, it, and I was just like, dude, this feels like, this feels like I'm dead. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm dying. Inside. Yeah, I feel like I'm already dead. And I'm just super, I was a hippie at this time too. So yeah. I was like, I was just really happy about. Spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just really happy about everyone around me. And I thought everyone was so important at the time that had I died, every person that I had met was like, there was purpose in that. And I, I would just see it. I would just see it. And I just wanted to like say my thankfulness while so the, being on the train yeah yeah while being on the train it's like like you did what you did you know mm. and i hope that when i die i can be like content that i i lived my way amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing <laughs> so go ahead and uh if you haven't heard that album uh it's it's a great one how many songs are on there it's a full length i think it's a uh, 13 13 tracks on the stellar way it's on spotify right yeah spotify itunes um, under mitchell gray so mitchell gray uh you guys do some shows mm -hmm. do a little tour um go through a few members yeah remember yeah um and, but eventually the band disbands yeah so let's yeah. talk about that and then let's talk about going into like motions your first yeah yeah, yeah. solo project again that you self-produced so let's talk about that whole segue right into the the final um Ryan so I, form after going through shows pushing on the Stella way I realized I wanted to go back to a more soulful background um, 
I guess I just didn't want to sound too bandy. You know, I still loved creating with my bros, but um, I wanted to try, you know, going back to a production route. You know, I wanted to try. So at this point, I'm like writing music and I actually do a three song single with Michael Alvarado. That's right. Yeah, Coy- yeah, yeah. Coyote? Wait, no. Canyon. 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 Yeah. Canyon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wrote those songs, Canyon, Nest, and Have You Caught Sight of Me Yet? And um, it was it was an important time in my life because I was creating these demos and Michael was listening to them and he was like, dude, you can do this. Yeah, he was just like, dude, you can do this. These demos, do uh, like record it on my own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was uh, I was just like, so let's talk about your setup, like uh, Logic. So yeah, yeah, Logic so. Pro Nine. Um, luckily, I saw like Calvin Harris create slide on that, so That's I didn't right. feel so out of date. Oh, dude, yeah, Logic, <laughs> Logic is great. Yeah, it's comping nothing, is like yeah. pretty crazy. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all there. You don't have to create a playlist. Wow. You just record even on a loop. If you're just recording, what? it'll create a comp, and you can just keep going. That's crazy. And then just playlist uh for those of you that don't know what comping is it's basically like getting multiple takes of a certain part mm-hmm. and being able to pick and choose uh different segments to put in the main playlist to make the like this frankenstein almost <laughs> yeah like the, the greatest take yeah 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 out of yeah. many takes right basically right um but go ahead uh, uh, logic yeah logic I, I was creating demos in there after everything i've learned watching jesse you know, uh, produce live music. I was I was trying it too at home with an electric guitar, and into my Sapphire Pro interface, and yes, <laughs> and yeah, I was just and it sounded great. Yeah, thanks. This EP sounded fucking cool. Yeah, and that's I that's when I motions. Right? I went back and I made motions, and um, it was it was crazy. It was I was I was taking the reins as a producer, and. Um, just owning it and afterwards after that little stint of it i was like i like what i did but i know i need help doing this like i i was i was on the path i wanted to be as a songwriter i was releasing songs the way i wanted them to be um i was releasing songs that sounded like they were me at the time but i knew i just needed to tweak a little bit more and that's when Nate Plus Ultra was like conceived. So let's segue into Nate Plus Ultra. So Nate Plus Ultra was the last full-length album that Ryan did. Yes. yes. Um, so he hits me up <laughs> and he's like, hey man, I'm, I'm ready to do something insane. Something I've never done. I would love for you to produce it, but I want to bring in Jaybird. Yeah. And Jaybird Joel Cal, man, yes, is one of the most talented writers, pianists mm-hmm. that that I know, man. Uh, this guy produces for Jeff Burnett and a bunch of people in Korea. Uh, did some stuff for Joyce Rice, uh, killer guy. He'll eventually be on a Cave Talks because we have plenty <laughs> to talk about. But Ryan uh, comes back to San Diego, yeah, and he calls on me. He calls on Jaybird, and he's like, "I want to make a 14-track soul." Um, future R&B. neo R&B, yeah, 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 R&B record. Yeah. I want to go back to my roots and yeah. make something fresh. Yeah, and it was like this perfect blend of like R&B and indie as well. I think so. 
um and and to this day na plus ultra is in my top three records that i've ever (laughs) touched in my whole life dude it's like it's like uh the replay value people please you guys need to uh uh, check out this album it's on spotify na plus ultra um but let's talk about the process we we did it over uh, about a year yeah uh, on and off uh, so it was nice to revisit songs and stuff like that. But I'll yeah. let you go ahead and elaborate on your experience of recording Naples Ultra. If you're unfamiliar with my uh, process, I usually write my song titles first. Yeah, I, that's usually how I approach songs. I just, I feel that, you know, if the title grabs you, you'd want to just click it. And so, um, yeah, I, I write these records as I would imagine films to play out. That's always been how I've approached full-length albums. And so with this one, I wanted to already kind of see the blueprint of where we were going with this. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the last three years of my life had been. And uh, I just wrote some song titles. Uh, The first, the first, uh, like, month or three weeks that we, like, came up with all the demos. We did about 14 tracks. Yeah. Yeah, we did about 14 full tracks and about maybe three of them were finished. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. and we decided to take a break, um, revisit it the next year, like in six months. But at this point, the 14 songs, they all had titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so like, so, so uh, uh, let's talk about the concept. So yeah. like, like the track one being a song called Heist and Run. Yeah, yeah. Which is like basically uh, the intro to uh, track two. Which yeah, would be Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. So the concept of this was really cool. Um, so go ahead and elaborate on it. It was, it was an entire, uh, the entire album was to uh, capture the, like what a breakup did to me over like, a year and like the the experience I had with that in the beginning at the beginning of the end of it and how I carried it through who I was for the next year or so and so it was a breakup record but um, it was the the beginning half of it is just wanting to get that back and that by the end of it you you realize that you know you are who you are because of everything that happened and it's time to embrace it all into the next phase of your life yep yeah so heist and run heist and run is stealing stealing someone's heart back right yeah it was just like i gotta get you back like don't you want to keep running don't you want to keep don't you want to keep going with this and it and and it uh heist and run is like the it sets up the scene if it were it's like a musical or a play yeah. is just like this is what we're gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna get you back yeah. you know i'm He's gonna like, get and, you. and ryan's like the the, the, the main guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and me and jaybird are kind of just like you know his, <laughs> yeah, his yeah. team and he's like all right so we got to go into the louvre basically yeah. you go it goes into the song called mona lisa yeah and the idea is comparing basically this girl's heart or love to the mona lisa yeah. painting this is the best thing i could ever have like don't you want to keep going with this so so the album starts off with that whole scene mm-hmm. and and it ends with a song called Late Arrival. Late Arrival. And so paint a picture of that because I, I remember you telling me about the lyric in the bridge, you know, of of, uh, of Late Arrival where you're kind of just like, we're all kind of just throwing them. We got the, we have the money and yeah, we're, you know, we're yeah. celebrating. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think 
the best way to describe Nate plus Ultra is in its three acts, right? Um, they're divided by the interludes, the first being Heist and Run, into Mona Lisa, Knock Off, Reset, and that's just like the breakup. That's like, that's like all of that being captured and then Higher Higher sets up the, 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 the body of it, which is just me being like a fuckboy and <laughs> just yeah. like just yeah. going through experiences and, yeah. and like you know like late nights and like long mm-hmm. mornings and just mm-hmm. that kind of life like not giving in to love anymore almost like from heartbreak to celebration almost it's yeah, like almost yeah, like yeah. celebrating yeah. like the release yeah, yeah 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 and then Carmen line kind of breaks that and it's like my moment you know yeah. with Orion right Vault and then late arrival would just be like we're here you know yeah I can, I can like, I can be, I can sulk all I want, but I'm, I'm not going to waste any more time. So it's like, I'd rather be late than home. Absolutely, man. Let's talk about one of my favorite songs on the album is called Orion, <laughs> which we was just talking about. And yeah, there is a, an interlude that's leading, um, Carmen right line. called yeah. Carmen line. Yeah. And so Carmen line is, is the metaphorical line between our earth's atmosphere and outer space itself. Right. So the so during the interlude it almost feels like, you know, we're in this rocket ship. It's that this psychedelic rocket ship <laughs> yeah. that, that's leaving Earth. And at the end of Carmen Line it's almost just like we had just watched Interstellar too. Yeah. And we yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it was we were just dropping lines from Interstellar like all day. Yeah. It was me, Marv. I was your ghost. <laughs> Uh, but we were, we were super kind of inspired by that kind of sci-fi feel. Yeah. But we but we ended up doing a ballad uh, called Orion. Yeah. And so basically, like, if you if you want to picture it, it, basically it's you and Jaybird out in space, yeah, yeah. Um, floating around, yeah, doing this kind of beautiful uh, piano ballad. Yeah, yeah. So and talk about Orion a little bit. Yeah, it was this. Um, it was like a fine. It was like. It was probably like. A moment where I chose to love again and like just embracing that embracing it for its warmth embracing that relationship for what it was at the time even though I hadn't been completely over from the breakup it's that's what it was I chose to love someone and it was beautiful but I knew that it would have to stay like in that moment of time that it wouldn't continue on yeah I, I just that's why I, I think the contrast between Orion and Vault is I'm still in outer space during those times. Orion is this warm feeling of like knowing it's gonna end, but that right now, this is probably the most beautiful time that we can share together. And then Vault is me coming back to Earth, just like like confronting everything that I had felt over the year and just kind of like locking it away and yeah it's stark in vault and vault you know it's very like it feels cold it's not as warm as Orion is you know and I I feel like that's the pressure of like confronting those feelings right you know you could almost hear all the fucks that you didn't give yeah yeah, yeah, at that point yeah yeah, 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 yeah. because vault is uh, also like a it's a it's a very yeah, it's like it has a dark vibe. Yeah. It's very romantic. Yeah, at yeah. the same time. Yeah, but it, you you feel this kind of tension in the harmonies. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That and, was uh, one of my favorite. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check that out. Orion Vaults. Just check out the the entire Naples Ultra album. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all that stuff. 
fucking all great. All there. One Thank of my you. favorite albums. Check it out, guys. Um, let's move on, man. Let's talk, sure. let's talk about some of these new music videos that you've been putting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aster. So you just did one for Aster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. Who, dir- who directed it? Because I, I love the con- I feel like it, it totally <laughs> encapsulates yeah. Ryan Mitchell Gray, yeah. this kid from New York. And it's it totally is that. Yeah, my boy Lawrence Page. Also from Queens. What up? What up? What up? What um, up? Yeah, I met Lawrence at uh, at Fat Buddha, and he told me, "Yeah, he's from Woodside." I'm like, "Dude, that's a town over from Elmhurst," and we just collaborated. And he he's a director, so good, and he just we've just always meshed on our ideas. And so for this one, it was just it was a run and gun type of gig. It was just like, let's let's show what life is in st mark's in your early 20s that i mean that's how i what i was doing i would just yeah. like head out there just drink <laughs> get get kicked out of bars get kicked out of bars um yeah. freaking dollar pizza and that's what the song was too astered and yeah i, just, I we, we just had so much fun doing it and it naples ultra has been like like a, a blessing and a curse because it was it was like everything I wanted it to be, but with all the with all the failed like marketing and like just the improper planning, the trials and tribulations of being yeah. a DIY indie, indie <laughs> yeah. artist, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like it really doesn't matter. Yeah, how good your fucking product yeah. is, man. Yeah, if you don't play your cards right. Yep, not saying we didn't. Right. I mean, it takes, yeah, yeah, it takes yeah. a little bit of hard work and a little yeah. bit of luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to get what you want in life. Absolutely. But the beautiful thing is, man, there are still plenty of ears yeah, that to, to reach. have yet to be yeah. blessed by this 14-track yeah. album, man. I still say, like, if I were to die tomorrow, like, and this you was the, the legacy of, You made the I album left. of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I truly yeah, believe yeah, that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same for me, man, as yeah. a producer, man. Oh, one, man. Of, one of Thank my you. finest achievements Thank Absolutely, you. man. Thank you. But, but yeah, yeah, music videos. Music After. videos. Um, yeah, I did reset. And I have a couple more plans this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about those. Um, I definitely want to do... We're doing uh, Orion next. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are you gonna, is Carmen Line going to be... Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah. Please. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually... We we talked about that. Um, Who's shooting it? It's still still in the process. <laughs> okay. But, well, I mean... No leaks yet. No leaks no yet. Leaks no leaks yet. yet. But definitely Orion. You know, before I move on to the next phase of my musical career, I need to, yeah, I need to give Naples the love. the life and love it deserves. Yeah. So, I mean, you just dropped Aster and there was so much love on it. Yeah. There was, there was yeah. a ton of people that when I posted it, they were just like, wow, I've never heard this. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty about like, uh, you know, an album like this. It's yeah. Like, no matter how old it is, it's still, it feels timeless. Yeah. So like we, we might've put it out two years ago. Yeah. But it's like if we drop any of the songs today, yeah, it feels like we recorded it yesterday. Yeah, and it shows um, that how important visuals are Absolutely. in this, in this, you know, time. Good stuff, man. So yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about, um, yeah, some of the upcoming stuff you have. You have the, mu- the music videos. You have motions yeah. too, right? Motions too. Yeah, motions too. Um, taking in everything I learned, I just wanna. I, I realize that my talent is songwriting, like just top lining creating melodies, attaching it to lyrics. And uh, the the more I can focus on that and the less on production, um, I feel the more I can really 
bring out the best of me. So I'm um, working with a few producers on there, like Doji, Doji Music, uh, Tim Atlas, working on some stuff there. And uh, a majority of it is also going to be produced Ill by like Illmind, Illmind yeah. producer. Um, great, great hip hop producer and just overall producer nominated for uh, Moana. Crazy. Production Grammy on Moana. nominated. Producer, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Grammy. This guy is a machine. Yeah, from machine. what I've heard, man. Yes. So absolutely. maybe talk about his process a little bit and how oh, it yeah. kind of you know is different from like what you used to. Like, oh yeah. With, with the cave and how I do stuff. Definitely. Because um, every producer is like, yeah, it's like we're we're really like chefs. Yeah. In different kitchens, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know absolutely. We all kind of have, treat music just a little different and have different ways of building tracks and right. stuff. So um, he's more he's more like uh, hip hop based. Right. He's a, he's a beat maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where I'm more so like songwriter producer. It really comes down to just the song right. itself. Right. And then building the world around it. Right. 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 Um, so talk about uh, his process. Well, it, it was cool because um, I met him through my barber, Rich the Barber. And shout, shout, shout out, out, shout out, shout out. out. <laughs> Queens represent. And then, um, yeah, I showed him some songs from Nate Plus. And I think, you know, another blessing of Nate Plus is like, that's that's who I am now. So Illmind was able to grasp that. And um, he played for me. Uh, he sent me a, a beat that uh, is called Supernova. It's a song out now. Um, it took me a long time to, to write for it because it was it was like turning back time and going back to writing on beats again and yeah. and going through that. Sometimes whole you process. need those moments, those, those full circle moments. Yeah. It's like okay, fifteen years later, I'm fucking back to square one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just like yeah. way fucking better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with your grown up brain. Uh huh. Uh huh. And all I've learned from in like vocal production, which I think you know helped me grow as a recording artist. Mm. And so. Uh, yeah, the process was really just a back and forth of like, hey, I think these songs fit you and me being like, yeah, these do. And, and just like, since we're, we're not always in the room together, it's, it's more of let me see what he tried to create with this world and let me fit my world in it, you know, with, with the beats that he would send. Mm. And it's, it was more of the process I started with. So it was, it was nice to, to have that again. Beautiful, man. Exciting stuff. 2018 is going to be exciting for you, man. I hope so. Yeah, I'll make it. So. Sweet, man. I've been loving this conversation. So let's 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 move on to final words, man. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. I'm glad we got to uncover yeah. a lot about your past and, and, and the records, man, because those are very important records. man. Absolutely. Um, but final words, man. Let's talk about friendship, brotherhood. Yes. Man. I mean, we, we pretty much have grown up uh, with each other as yeah. far as like in our in our musical absolutely lifetimes Mm -hmm. yeah um so it's been really rad to see you grow as a as a first and foremost like a a singer songwriter Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yes i mean that's your bread and butter man absolutely melody lyrics man (laughs) this guy's one of the craziest lyricists man thank you don't sleep don't sleep (laughs) stay woke stay woke (laughs) yeah man any any final words any final words from from ryan mitchell gray what what do you want your legacy to be man one thing um one thing I want to say about Ryan is he always has had this this hunger and this mm-hmm. and this grit and fight in whatever he does, and no matter who's listening, he's gonna he's gonna put on a performance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's, yeah. If there's one or two people in the crowd, he's gonna give you the greatest show. I'll try or write the best song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, just final words. What what what? Do you, yeah, you, you were talking about this. Um. 
with Silver Number Nine, but mm-hmm. I mean your legacy and yeah. kind of when it's when when it's all said and done, what do you want people to take from, you know, what you've done and what you've gifted um, the world? I suppose my legacy, or the legacy that I would like to leave, is one of like me being so present in every at every time in my life that I got to break down who I was as well, who everyone else was around me, and that I stayed true, that I stayed true to yeah. myself. Yeah. That I could look back and I was like, oh yeah, I really, you know, that time was that time, but yeah. that was me. That was me, and that, and yeah. And you can see myself carry myself along every every step of the way. The most epic one-on-one piggyback ride. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you giving yourself a fucking piggyback ride through life. Where are we going, me? <laughs> Beautiful man. Well, that's uh, that's. I mean, that's that was a great episode, man. Cool. Thank cool. you so Thank much you. for being on. Um, Cave Talks. Cave Talks episode four is in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we've got an exciting show for you guys coming up next week. Um, So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Ryan, I love you, man. I love you too. Check out Naples Ultra. Check out Motions. Check out all the albums (laughs) on the cellar way. And then stay tuned for Motions 2 coming out very, very soon. Uh, Cool, man. Love you guys. Adios. Peace. Peace.